Tom Bailey is going to be at the Astor Theatre on Sunday, October 30. Tickets are through Ticketek. He's joining us this morning. Good morning, Tom. Good morning to you. How are you? Very well. Good, mate. Very well. Tom, of course, of the Thompson Twins, uh, one of our favourite bands from the 80s. Tell us about the show. You're going to perform Into the Gap in full. That's right. And for the first time, in fact, we haven't done this before. It's a new idea and, uh, you know, there's been some demand to, to hear those... I guess the tracks on side two that never get played on the radio. <laughs> but fans, uh, you know, uh, are still keen on them. So it, uh, it's created a bit of interest to do that. And it's also kind of interesting for me too to revisit some of those forgotten songs. Mm. Yeah, It was a monster album, Tom. You mentioned the side two. A lot of fans, young fans, are now discovering it because the vinyl is so huge again and they get to flip the album over. Mm. That's, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this, uh, a summer of festivals here in the UK and I'm noticing younger and younger faces in the front row. So, uh, the, yeah, I guess it's a, an, uh, an effect of the internet is that everyone's got this library of music stretching all the way back to the beginning of recorded sound and they use it. You know, it's a great thing. And when it's good music, you get a second generation because they come with their parents yeah. to see you. Well, yeah, I mean, it's partly demographic and partly we just hope that, as you say, good music endures and spreads itself around. This is your first headline tour of Australia in more than 35 years. What? Why has it been so long? Well, I took a 27-year break. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a spell. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'd actually quit the, 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 you know, the kind of uh, mainstream pop music business for a long time. And it was almost by accident that I got back into it and realised I was enjoying it so much. And so that's now what I'm doing. But with a new band and a new set of musicians, I have fabulous musicians. They're all female, by the way, and which is an interesting dynamic and gets us away from that kind of... Uh, that assumption that rock and roll has to be four guys standing on a stage, you know. Mm. Yeah. So I, I find it very interesting. Um, but, of course... The real thing that's going on, it doesn't matter how well you play, actually, it's the emotional connection with the audience, which to some extent relies on the memory of those songs. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, so we can play really well, but if that doesn't happen, if the connection doesn't happen, then it's a wasted gig for me, you know. Yeah. Luckily, it usually does because there's a lot of affection for those songs and the way that it triggers memories of those times as well. Absolutely. Mm. Well, there was definitely a connection the last time you were here, mate. It was 2017 with uh, Human League and Culture Club. It was a great night. And the thing I got oh, yeah, from that yeah, night was... is yourself and Phil Oakey from Human League, your voices sound so incredibly the same. What are you got some sort of secret to look after it? What, what's your magic? Wow. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, because... Um, for a long time in my career, I was a terrible smoker. I didn't drink, to be honest, but uh, smoking is probably the worst thing you can do for your voice. Uh, maybe the 27-year break had something to do with it. <laughs> had a good rest. <laughs> so when you were with Thompson Twins, you weren't four guys on a stage. You were the amazing Alana Curry and Joe and yourself, three people. Mm. Thompson Twins confused us all for years. How many times over the years have you been asked if you are a twin? That's right, yeah. I mean, I still see comments on the internet now. You know, how come he's a twin, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, but it's interesting you mentioned that. We were, in a sense, a mould-breaking lineup mm. to have black, white, male, female in the same band. You know? uh, I, think, I think that's, you know, it's kind of important to realise that rock and roll is not just about music, it's about social change as well, mm. you know. So that's the reason we all do it, I think, really. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of glamorous and sexy way of making the world a better place. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah, well, <laughs> it definitely became a better place at Live Aid, mate. Why did you play Philadelphia and, and why Dave Letterman's band behind you? He had some stars with you as well. Uh, well, we were in New York recording with Nile Rogers, and the whole business of moving back to London to do it there just seemed too difficult at the time. Um, because we were up to our noses in a kind of creative pursuit in New York. So we said, can we please play in Philadelphia? And they agreed. And then we had an immediate problem of our normal live band wasn't there. But Niall said, you know, Dave Letterman won't be having his show because Live Aid's on that night. So they're cancelling the Dave Letterman show. Ah. That, ah. that means his band's going to be available. Oh. Why don't we yeah. just ask them? Wow. <laughs> so we did that, and luckily, Nile had just been working with Madonna, so she came in. Um, I'd just been working with Steve Stevens from Billy Idol's band, so yep. he came in, and of course, Nile's a great guitarist. And we had this superstar lineup, essentially, just on a plate. It was fantastic. Yeah, I think I remember an almost never ending uh, version, the rendition of uh, Revolution with Madonna. It seemed to go on mm. forever. It was wonderful. <laughs> Tom, I was a, um, yeah. a teenager in the 80s. Hair, as we know, was very important. And you huh? had one of the best heads oh, yeah. of hair of the entire 80s, I believe. We've all got a lot to answer for for the ozone layer. Have you, we, we spoke to Tony Hadley recently and he said sometimes it took them about an hour to get ready for a show because there was so much involved in their clothes. Did you? How much did you get involved with that whole 80s look and how important was it to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I was lucky to have strong guidance from Alana Curry. <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> she was very cool, or is. Uh, in, in fact, you know, we had a strict division of labour in the Thompson Twins, and she was in charge of the image side of things. You know, okay. I, yep. I was doing the music. I did the music, and Joe did the live show, the way that we organised that. And so we, we got on with it and kind of told each other what we thought was best to do. And we pretty much accepted it. And, you know, there's a great dynamic with three people. You can't have a split decision. It goes one way or the other every time. Yeah. So we didn't spend a lot of time arguing about things. We just got on with it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask, what is Alana doing these days? What Have you seen her? Oh, for sure, yeah. She lives in London. Um, okay. And I think she has plans to move to the Southern Hemisphere again. So that's yep. interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's in great form. She's become less of a musician and more of a conceptual artist. Oh, uh, that doesn't not, surprise not surprising. me at all. Yeah, not surprising at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's very cool. And Joe, cool. uh, Joe Leeway, he got into hypnotherapy when he left music. Has he ever hypnotised you? <laughs> not, not that I know of, but then how could I tell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. True. <laughs> Maybe this whole thing is just a dream. Yeah, it is. We didn't really get up at uh, 5am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, uh, when you and Alana wrote uh, I Want That Man for Deborah Harry, I know those songs on that album, did you uh, think, oh, we've got, a, uh, we've got a hit here? Was it fairly obvious straight away? Because it was a huge, massive um, hit song. Yeah, I think we, we wrote two or three things for her and that was the one that stood out. So, mm. yeah, we knew which one was going to be the single. And it kind of, it suited her personality and it suited her ethic at the time. You know, it was slightly progressive, but it was also good old art rock and roll, you know. So she sang it really easily and we uh, we enjoyed doing that. I mean, Deborah is exactly what it says on the tin, you know. She is the <laughs> art punk rocker yeah. um, and can carry a tune with, with guts and, and enthusiasm. So, yeah. Back when you wrote the songs, did you think that Hold Me Now would be the one that, 
to this day, you're still here, programmed on so many radio stations, so many times a week. Mm. We we certainly play it a lot uh, because it's timeless. Well, yes, I did know that it was a very strong piece of work and it was enchanting in a way that grabbed my attention. But I didn't know it was going to be so big. Mm. Mm. I didn't know I didn't know it was going to be so much bigger than all the other songs because we have a few hits, you know, which which is a nice thing mm. to have when you go out on stage thinking we've you know we've got a handful of things that everyone will know. But that one somehow travelled very well. Mm. And I think it's down to the emotional content as much as the music. Mm. Uh, and actually it comes from, a you know, we wrote it because we'd had a, an argument and we made up, we made friends oh, again. Yeah. And that, were, that was the kind of way we expressed it. Yeah. And yeah. we wrote a song about it. In music. Hey, Tom, uh, what was the last band or artist T-shirt you wore? Do you ever wear any merch? I've probably tried on one of my own. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest ones, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I can't remember wearing anyone else's, not in recent years anyway. Right. Oh, Thompson Twins is good. Thompson Twins will do, mate. Have the end of the gap one on for this tour. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. All right. Well, Tom Bailey will be at the Astor Theatre Sunday, October 30, doing Into the Gap in full as well as a whole bunch of other great stuff. Tickets are through Ticketek. Absolute pleasure to speak to you, Tom. Good to talk to you, man. Fantastic. The pleasure's mine, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all.